there's a lot of heartening behavior like the clapping for the NHS and that sort of thing. I think out of dark situations, there's always positives that come out of it. And we're seeing some very fine examples of human nature going on here at the same time and people helping each other, etc. This is Crisis Cast 2020 with me, Toby Goodman, a podcast where I get timely wisdom from experts in life and business. These guests will answer my five questions, sharing wisdom and insights to help you and me get through this global shitstorm. Today on Crisis Cast 2020, how to make working online a thing you can do beyond the global pandemic. The tools my old mate and successful businessman, James Eager, uses to run his business and how he's built a bulletproof empire brick by brick, or should I say bite by bite, that has harbored him safely away from single source dependency to a global world of freedom. Only two weeks ago, we were playing on stage together to around 2,000 people. Now we're both stuck at home, but super grateful for the hours of private study we've both done in the last five or six years. But James's application of this online marketing stuff has taken an entirely different form to mine, but we do follow the same principles. Here you'll discover exactly what he's doing to get through this. We both came up through the music ranks in London together and both made a move to build our own businesses around the same time. James now helps thousands of aspiring bass players through his website ebassguitar.com where he helps rookie bass players learn how to rock out and funk off, among other things. The bulk of his customers are in the US, but he's based here in the leafy suburb of London called Tring in the UK, where he lives with his partner Vicky and his son Oliver. Enjoy. Before we start the show, I have something for you if you identify as pod curious. It's perfect for you if you're an expert, consultant or business owner. Maybe you're wondering if podcasting is worth the effort, especially now, or perhaps you've tried podcasting in the past but have been disappointed with the results. In this free guide, Podstar, I'll share the exact seven steps we use to help publish over 2,000 podcasts each month. To get instant access, go to podcastnetworksolutions.com. Welcome, James Eager, to Crisis Cast 2020. How are you doing? It's good to be here. I've said in my intro that we're old friends, we're old business partners, so while this might seem like an easy way to get my mates on a podcast, the reason I know you'll make such good listening for people is because for the last few years, you've managed to build a completely remote business online. And something these days, that even the most dyed-in-the-wall business owners who've shunned online are having to adapt too fast and get hip to. So before this crisis, you were ahead of the game and now... I would say that you were outstanding in your own field, as they might say. Question number one, as humans, as people in business, as people who own business, as people are trying to run business, how are we going to get through this, James Eager? I think the way that we get through this is that we've got to innovate. We've got to change the way that we're doing. And the amazing thing is we've just seen everybody start working remotely because necessity is the mother of invention. And businesses are trying to keep going. Everybody's got to survive. And so many people are working from home now. So I kind of think that is exactly what's going to happen. That is the way business is changing into a more remote workforce. This is something that i guess both you and I have been part of now for a, a few years. And it's it's kind of exciting and it's really fascinating to see it become more mainstream. Um, 
It's even amazing to see something like Zoom, for instance, software like that. Their share price is rocketing up even before we're on this call. I think they've got capacity issues from the messages we've got, haven't they? And a year ago, uh, Zoom was a sort of uh, a business tool that the average person has never used. And my mum's trying to get me to help me set it up yesterday. So you can, you can see how that's completely changed the field. Yeah, absolutely. People have, people have suddenly heard of Zoom. Um, and and within that, because I, I class you as someone who's an expert in working remotely and running a business online, what kind of mistakes are you seeing people make as they transition? What kinds of things are you seeing that perhaps aren't, aren't working well? Um, that's, that's a hard question to answer because so many people have been thrown into such an alien situation that they're having to just find ways through it. And the reality of working online the way I have been, it's been a process that I've now been involved in for probably four to five years, maybe maybe even more. And I've spent all of that time studying and learning business and, and getting more and more educated to start getting the results that I've got. And there are many people I've seen, certainly in the communities online, um, going looking looking for the quick wins, shall we say? In I don't know. Let's start a YouTube channel and let's get paid out like that. Uh, yeah. um, that's been an obvious one that I've seen in, in certainly in the musician community, which is which is my heritage as such. But when really what needs to happen is that that is a long process to get going. And it reminds me of the old adage that uh, when's the best time to uh, plant an oak tree? 30 years ago, when's the second best time today? So we've got to start doing that today, but it's got to be done in the right way and not going for the quick wins. We've got to start understanding how these particular channels work and what's going to get uh, one of the best results out of them. So I think that's I think that's what I'd say to anybody. If you're serious about weathering this storm, I don't know whether we're We've got another pandemic coming in a year's time or um, or another hundred years' time. Who knows? But what it brings home to me is that we are living in uh, quote-unquote uh, unpredictable world at the moment. Is that one of the, the hashtags? Um, yeah, unpredictable, unprecedented. Uh, so you spoke, we've spoken really quickly about um, Zoom and obviously everyone's jumped on Zoom. I know we've mentioned YouTube and you're, we'll talk a little bit more about YouTube because um, you're getting some great results yep. from that. In terms of other online tools, we've got Zoom, we've got YouTube. What are the other online tools that you use to kind of help you manage workflow and to help you take money from your customers without leaving your home office? So let's start off with the tool, which uh, is the most important one to keep the world going around. And that's the one that takes the money. I'm using a tool called Thrivecart, uh, which is a very fine piece of software which will allow me to take online payments and sell digital and physical products um, and that really is the backbone of the business from a financial perspective the website i run on a wordpress based website with a bunch of plugins um, in there which will give 
people user levels and access so that if someone um, is kind enough to pay me some money, they will get access to certain content within the website. And then the other tool, which really does a lot of the heavy lifting is a piece of software called Active Campaign, which is uh, the database and email management software. And email is still my number one channel of making sales. So we're, we're living in very much an Instagram type world at the moment. But, and I've had it, people come say, like, is email outdated? Absolutely not. I mean, I guess it doesn't have the same operates that it had 10 years ago. So you've got to use it more cleverly but it's still an amazing way to make sales. And it's also the number one asset that you will have. Um, you've got to think that any YouTube channel, any Instagram following you have, you are subject to those platforms, rules and regulations. And if they suddenly decide to close down, that could be the end of your business or your income in one foul swoop. But if you own an email database, which you can keep stored on your computer, that's yours forever. Yeah, great, great. So inside the business you're using... Uh, a WordPress-based website, which is relatively complex, but you've kind of nailed that. And Thrivecart is uh, a piece of software that's linked to Stripe, I guess. Yeah, Stri- have you got a Stripe yeah, account? Yes, Stripe. So PayPal as well. Great. So, so that will send money to those those accounts that you have. Um, and then Active Campaign is your CRM. That essentially you're you're trying to get people on an email list, um, which perhaps we'll return to at some point. And your marketing channels and the way you're initially advertising or reaching out is YouTube, Facebook, Instagram? So my, my approach is that I ha- run Facebook advertising. And so I've spent a bunch of time learning how to run Facebook ads. And in the past couple of months, I've started outsourcing that to um, another company uh, to run on my behalf um, so I can free up more bandwidth to think about how to teach the bass guitar. And um, <laughs> uh, and then I've been growing a YouTube channel as well um, over that time. And YouTube, with both of the those strategies, they are both designed to lead people to the website. I don't ever want to get to the point where I'm single source dependent, that if one channel goes down, that's the end of my business, which feasibly could happen. There are plenty of stories of... Um, YouTube accounts being shut down, et cetera, like that. I don't think it's going to happen in the bass guitar teaching space that quickly unless I do something ridiculously stupid. But if you're in physical fitness or anything like that, um, or making money online, that, 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 those sort of more sensitive kind of niches, I guess. Um, yeah, it could, it could happen. And I've met plenty of people and come across plenty of people where it has happened, had accounts been shut down, et cetera. So one of the things yeah. that I'm very, very conscious of as well is to not be called the jargon in our industry is called single source dependency. Um, and that's not to have all my eggs in one basket is to have multiple stream is to have multiple streams of income. And also, I mean, I get some royalties from selling books on Amazon as well. So that's another source of income that I get too. So my income channels are split across a bunch of digital products and memberships, uh, Amazon, and now a little bit of YouTube advertising uh, royalties, um, not, not royalties actually, are they um, just from the YouTube ads? Yeah. So over time, what that does is it gives a very, very firm and very sta- stable footing to carry on. I guess the only worry in my mind is what if the internet goes down? But I think, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's, I think that's, 
I think that's unlikely at this stage of the game. But then we couldn't have predicted a global pandemic uh, four months ago, could we? No, no. I think uh, we're we're all in trouble if the internet goes down. Certainly, I am. Um, yeah, and and thanks for touching on the book. I think you know that's something that you were squirreling away at last year, and and you've seen some pretty amazing results with with the book as well. So that's that's great. So let's move on, James. If people want to reach out to you for some advice, um, some some work on how to run Facebook ads, how to get on YouTube effectively, properly, and also maybe even publish a book on Amazon. They can get hold of you. You're happy to Yeah, absolutely. People can reach out to me. You can check out my personal website, jameseager.com. That'll tell you more about what I get up to. And yeah, feel free to reach out. I'm always happy to talk. Marvellous. Okay, let's get personal, James. How, um, how are you going to get through this? I mean, obviously, you seem pretty well set up to weather this storm. But I'm wondering if there's anything that you've implemented, you've changed uh, anything in your in your personal life. I know you had an office away from home uh, until quite recently. Um, so, what processes, what things are you putting into place now um, that that maybe you wouldn't have been putting into place had the shitstorm not come? Yeah, I think we're all figuring out what the new normal is and how long that normal's going to last. Um, at this moment in time. And like you, um, I have, well, you've got two children, I've got the one. And um, for me, in reality, business hasn't changed a bit. It's just um, carrying on the way where it always has, which is nice. But what has changed around me is my family situation. Um, So uh, Vicky and Oliver, who partner and son, um, they're now at home full time at the moment. So I've got to be mindful, respectful and find routines that work for them, which keep them sane. So the cabin fever doesn't set in. So the great thing is about running an online business. I now have the flexibility to work around the family life and it finished up with the office because we were planning to move we still are going to move um, about 100 miles away to be closer to my partner's family and the only reason that can happen is because I have an online business and I don't need to be so close to London for work anymore so but there have been some delays with the house moving chain and all that kind of stuff which is fairly typical stuff now we're waiting to see if a removal company can even get us moved at this moment in time. So I'm now working at home, figuring out um, how that is. There are pluses and minuses to working at home, that's for certain. Um, but the great thing great thing is I can be around the family all the time and I'm free to make the choices of how I live, live life, that kind of thing. Uh, my job is just to keep food coming in on the table. But the great thing is that can be done in, in a flexible way. And one thing that I've always been big on within the business, kind of to full circle, and we haven't touched on this yet, is membership. And so I have customers paying me monthly fees. Um, So I have a lot of different, I have a bunch of people on subscriptions. And really, for me, that makes a, a very stable ship because I can predictably look at what revenue is going to be in a month's time, two months' time. And at this moment in time, I'm really happy to say that it seems pretty stable. Obviously, there have been a few cancellations here and there, but also there have been people joining as well because people want to learn how to play the bass guitar and they've got a bit more time on their hands. So I'm very fortunate to have seen things just carry on the way they are, which is a good position, a nice position to be in, but I'm not going to take my eye off the ball at this moment in time. I'm definitely next week going to be doing some uh, 
product research or market research, you could call it, um, and finding out what the market's pain points are, what they want, that kind of thing, because quite frankly, they could have changed from two weeks ago. So we, we've got to, as business owners, always be innovating, just like you are with um, Crisis Cast here. That's right. I, I was saying to someone the other day, you know, the, the, that classic marketing question where you're, where you're trying to get some data on, on, on what you can sell, which is, you know, right now, what do you need? What's the number one thing you need right now? And, uh, and the answer to that, uh, at least last week for me, uh, beyond all anything else, wasn't money. It wasn't more clients. It was simply toilet roll. <laughs> so, you know, that, and that's literally, that was like, right, you know, it doesn't matter. I, I could make, you know, I could have way more money than I've got in the bank right now, but I still need that, that, uh, that stuff. So, um, you know, it's interesting how continuing to ask questions, which I would class you as a real master at in terms of your community and the people that you serve, um, are, are going to help you make the choices as to what to do next in your business. So that's great, man. When this is over, whenever it is over, um, and let's say really uh, in terms of being able to go out and, and uh, do gigs together like we, like we used to do and, uh, and uh, hang out in pubs and sit in cafes, what do you think? What do you think the other side looks like for people's life? What do you think people are going to take away from having have to go through this constraint of working remotely? I think employers are going to look at the remote workforce. I think there's going to be a lot more flexibility in the, in the way that people are working. Um, I think that's going to have to happen. Um, so the old school of commuting, I can't see it happening so much a byproduct of that is um, I imagine co-working spaces would become huge because humans are social animals aren't we so we're still going to want the flexibility of working remotely but we're still going to want to see people at the same time I'm also going to predict shall we say that I think in my industry or in any industry um, I think this may be able to be applied to is that they're going to there's going to be a lot more online education in two, three years time. Certainly everybody uh, in our historic space is now an online Skype teacher or Zoom teacher, aren't they? Out of necessity. Yeah. But I imagine one in 50, one in 100, one in 200 is going to get the bug for it, um, put the time and the hours into educating themselves um, and end up with a successful business at the end of it. So I think yeah, the consumer in two or three years' time will have will have a will have a lot more choice off the back of this because let's 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 be frank here. Setting up a business is a process and it takes time and it can't be done uh, overnight. However, however much the marketing gurus um, tell you that you can be earning ten k a day in uh, by just taking this simple course in thirty days, that kind of stuff. I don't believe that's the reality. Um, it's uh, it's it's about it's a process and it's about understanding and changing and a huge part of this process is personal development learning about yourself um, and your own constraints that kind of stuff 95% of business as one of my mentors has said to me is all it's all mindset and and the mindset of where you are as a business owner when you're bringing in 20k a year to 200k to 2 million k is all very very different and the teams and the systems that are around you and so to go through that process takes takes time so yeah that's that's uh that's great and you've just touched upon one other thing which which I'd like to just um talk to you about uh, it's a leading question of course which is which is this how important do you think it is for people and has it been for you 
to have uh, a community of people who understand how to work online and, and, and how to work remotely. How, how important has that been for you? It's been absolutely essential to have a community of people and to have people to talk to because working online can be a solitary experience. But the byproduct of that is I actually have friends all over the world. I've got two really good buddies in Canada, for instance, that I talk to regularly um, on there, which and which I'd class as close friends. Um, yet we've never met in person, that kind of thing. And I mean, 15 years ago, if I'd say that, you'd class me as some kind of like weirdo, <laughs> wouldn't you, geek? geek, geek. <laughs> but now it's it's kind of, it's perfect. It's perfectly normal, that sort of thing. So, and I'm very closely connected with an Australian business community as well out there, um, which is obviously has members worldwide, but that's where it's been focused. So it, it's, it's an extraordinary world that we live in where we can tap into all these different people with different life experiences and different, different histories, that kind of, uh, that, that sort of thing. And of course, I've got my team too. I've got um, got two guys um, out in the Philippines who help me run the business as well, um, who do a great job out there. So it's we can have our team positioned all over the world, that kind of thing. We can tap into talent um, from all four corners of the earth, if that's the expression. Yeah, <laughs> and have you, no- so, have you noticed any any effect? Because obviously using remote workers is, is, is brilliant. You've you know, got a great hiring process. We've been through some of this stuff together. So, you know, understand how focused you've been on getting great team members and, and um, how much of a mission it's been for you to get to the point where you've got a great team around you and, and now you have it. It's great. Yep. What's, uh, what, what are you seeing from them? Are you seeing any sort of fluctuation in workflow because of lockdowns in the Philippines or whatever? Not really, because they're all at home doing their work. They're, um, they're very happy to be at home working yeah. um, and, and have that stability. And um, I know, for instance, how far the wages I pay them go. And they also go much further than that into supporting the rest of their families too. So I know that working for a Western company like mine is um, is a really big deal to them and something they take very seriously and has a huge has a huge impact on on their the rest of their families and uh, and and life generally. So it's good. amazing. I think I think we've probably covered um, j- just through listening to you talking there about the online community and the and the remote remote team you have. That we've we've covered pretty much that question for, which is what your experience has been so far. If you want to add to that, great. I just wanted to maybe couple up the that and the last question then together, which is: Is there anything that's impressed you or surprised you or or, or helped you since this whole thing's kicked off. And it might not be even be talking about business stuff. We might be talking about local. We might be talking about online. Um, might be talking about, you know, how uh, family stuff, you know. You, tell, me, tell me kind of some of, some of the experiences and, and what's impressed you or surprised you so far since, since we've all been locked up by Boris Johnson. <laughs> um, I think what's impressed me is I feel like the British public in general are taking this pretty seriously. Um, I walk down my local high street and virtually everything's shut. Um, and 
it took a few days of them gradually sort of tightening the restrictions. But the the clever thing was from my vantage point, it kind of almost became self-imposed. And it's it's a serious situation that I believe we're in, having come across a couple of people in my sort of um I guess, network or people that I've known over the years which have had the disease that's going around, we've got to be, got to be respectful of it. And, and I think I've seen that respect um, going on and there's, there's a lot of heartening behaviour like the clapping for the NHS and that, that sort of thing. I think out of dark situations, there's always positives that come out of it and we're seeing some very fine examples of human nature going on here at the same time and people helping each other, etc. So I think there's some good stuff happening through throughout the challenges here as well. Yeah, agreed, man. Excellent. I'm really, I'm really glad you've uh, you've managed to position yourself in the way you have, and uh, um, you know, just just amazingly, it's it's humbling watching you watching you do your stuff, and now it's just it's just like brilliant. It's brilliant to see that you're one of the guys that um, I don't have to worry about out of all, all of the people that we personally know. Um, I'm, I'm relatively concerned about certain people who, uh, who we both know who are, you know, working musicians who absolutely survive on being out uh, on the road. And it's, it's really, it's really tough. So I'm really glad to have had you on. Um, I think you've shared some amazing wisdom and uh, just one more time, let people know, how you can get in touch with them. I know you're available for a little bit. You haven't got you have got too much availability because you're focused on on your own business. But I know that you do some consulting around the Facebook ads and the Amazon uh, book stuff. So could you, yeah, feel free to let people know exactly uh, where they can reach out to you. Yeah, reach out to me, jameseager.com. Send me an email. Tell me where you're at. I'd love to love to hear your story and let's start a conversation. Mate, thank you very much. Um, And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you in person on a gig very soon. This episode of Crisis Cast 2020 was produced by me in London and Kate Astrakhan in Michigan, with artwork by Ryan Field and sound design by Lee Turner. Crisis Cast 2020 is a production from Podcast Network Solutions, a full-service podcast production company who are ready to help you plan, record, produce, and promote your message with podcasting. To find out more and grab your copy of Podstar, if you're feeling pod-curious, visit us at podcastnetworksolutions.com.